uh, Solomon, of all things, he did not ask for riches because he knew you can have riches if you don't have the spirit of discernment. Now, understand this discernment is also connected and deeply connected to wisdom. But look at our first Kings chapter 3, verse 9. Solomon's words were, so give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong. Solomon's request for discernment so pleased the Lord that God not only gave Solomon a why, a, a, you know, gave Solomon wisdom and a discerning heart, but he also gave him what he did not ask. Look at Paul's prayer for the believers in the New Testament. Paul prayed that the believers would have and apply the spirit of discernment. Here is what Philippians chapter 1 verse 9 to 10 says. And this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is based and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. The most problem that we have is uh, to discern what is of God and what is of the world. Remember, I did not say what is spiritual and what is not spiritual. I said what is of God and what is of man. We have uh, leaders that would come on the scene and they just paint their t-shirt to say I am for Jesus and everybody is gonna go and vote for them because what they did was they mentioned the name of Jesus and we know the devil likes to take camouflage and he likes to tickle the ears. He will say the language that relates to you and the language that you want to hear but if you don't discern the, the the source of that language you're going to be misled so it is not what is spoken that we have to look at but what is where the source of what is spoken is coming from welcome to unstoppable faith with dr kazumba charles this program is designed to inspire you to stand on the Word of God and to help you build unshakable and unstoppable faith in Jesus Christ. Here's your host, Dr. Kazumba. Welcome to Unstoppable Faith. Uh, Dr. Kazumba Charles here. Oh, I'm so glad to hear from you. All the emails, may the Lord bless you. Uh, we are thankful that you've tuned in around the world. Uh, today we bring you another message. Uh, we're looking at uh, the gift of uh, discernment. The gift of discernment. 
We continue with this topic because it is a very important topic, especially in the days and times and age that we are living in. Now, uh, uh, discernment, one of the points I want to make right from the start is that uh, discernment is not suspicion or being suspicious of others because there are just those who just look at somebody and then they say, wow, I don't feel something is quite right. Uh, sometimes we write, sometimes we know it. That's why we bring you this message and we're going to look at that. But when we talk about the spirit of discernment, we begin to understand it is a gift from God to give us this spirit of discernment so that we can't be misled by the enemy. And uh, you know the Bible talks about in the last days, many will be misled. It doesn't say one, many will be misled. But to avoid being misled by the enemy, that's why God has given us the spirit of discernment. He's given us the spirit of discernment, and I want to highlight that. Now, let's look at the word itself, discernment. The word discernment, first of all, provokes a negative reaction for many Christians uh, uh, in most cases. And uh, perhaps they are familiar with uh, a super spiritual, suspicious, constantly negative and judgmental Christian who seems to delight in uh, sniffing out scandals or problems in people. That is not the gift of, of discernment. The gift of discernment isn't to sniff out the problems that people may be going through or what they are doing and say, oh, let me check. That is not the spirit of discernment. Suspicion is not discernment. Discernment flows from the depth of the word of God and from the Holy Spirit. The purpose of discernment is to distinguish right from wrong with an intention of doing what is right according to the word of God. That is the purpose of discernment. Uh, let me take you to 1 Kings chapter 3. When the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream, he asked him to name whatever Solomon desired. Solomon pleased God, as the scripture says, by asking for the spirit of discernment. We can pause right there. Why would Solomon of all things ask for the spirit of discernment? You're going to see in the scripture because right after the Lord had appeared to Solomon and Solomon had asked for discernment, Solomon found himself in a situation where he needed to make some tough decisions between two women who were claiming to have mothered a baby. We're going to see that. And uh, Solomon, of all things, he did not ask for riches because he knew you can have riches if you don't have the spirit of discernment. Now, understand this. Discernment is also connected and deeply connected to wisdom. We're going to expound on that. But look at our first Kings chapter three, verse nine. Solomon's words were, so give your servant a discerning heart to govern your people and to distinguish between right and wrong and to distinguish between right and wrong. Solomon's request for discernment so pleased the Lord that God not only gave Solomon a why, you know, gave Solomon wisdom and a discerning heart, 
but he also gave him what he did not ask for both, you know, what he did not ask for, both wealth and honor. Now, you look how these are tied together. Because uh, many of us are looking for honor, or many of us are looking for wealth, but, uh, but without the spirit of discernment or wisdom, we can uh, be laid into distractions. Remember, remember Samson was a man with a gift of God, powerful gift, powerful power he God had invested in him. But what destroyed him? A lack of uh, spirit of discernment, which again is in relationship with wisdom. We're going to touch on that. Now, Solomon pleased God by asking for wisdom. Why? Because uh, when he was first with a challenge, women came, came, two women came with a, with a son, and, uh, and, sorry, with a baby, and uh, they want, one of them, he asked, uh, uh, what shall we do with this baby? And one of the women said, uh, cut the baby into a piece. Cut the baby into two pieces. This one takes a share. This one takes a share. But remember, Solomon had asked for wisdom. And this wisdom was a discerning heart. And as he discerned who the mother was, one of the women says, please just cut the baby in pieces. And the other mother said, no, please, just leave the baby intact. Give the baby to her. Solomon was able to distinguish who was right and who was wrong. Because here's the thing. If you are of the kingdom of God, you don't want any other person be destroyed. You would preserve life. So Solomon was able to connect that cry or plea of the mother to say, don't cut the baby into pieces, let her have the baby, to connect that that was a mother, that was a mother of the baby. Look at Paul's prayer for the believers in the New Testament. Paul prayed that the believers would have and apply the spirit of discernment. Here is what Philippians chapter 1 verse 9 to 10 says, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is based and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. Apostle Paul realized that if believers were able to discern what is best, they would be pure and blameless and stand apart and stand apart from the rest of the world because they would discern what is of the world and what is of God. Listen, the most problem that we have is uh, to discern what is of God and what is of the world. Remember, I did not say what is spiritual and what is not spiritual. I said what is of God and what is of man. So the, to differentiate that, that is where we error. We have uh, leaders that would come on the scene and they just pay their t-shirt to say I am for Jesus and everybody is gonna go and vote for them because what they did was they mentioned the name of Jesus and we know the devil likes to take camouflage and he likes to tickle the ears he will say the language that relates to you and the language that you want to hear but if you don't discern the, the the source of that language you're going to be misled you're going to be misled by the enemy so it is not what is 
spoken that we have to look at, but what is, where the source of what is spoken is coming from. You see, that is where the thing is now. Here, look at our First Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 7 to 10, it says this, A demonstration of the Spirit is given to each person to produce what is uh, beneficial. To one is given a message of wisdom through the Spirit. To another, a message of knowledge by the same Spirit. To another, faith by the same Spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the one Spirit. To another, the performing of miracles. And to another, prophecy. Now, look at this, what comes after prophecy. It says, uh, to another, distinguishing between spirits. To another, different kinds of language. And to another, interpretations of uh, languages. Watch this. Discernment of spirit is mentioned after the gift of prophecy, which provide an immediate clue as to its function. What was the function of the spirit of discernment? It is the ability to determine between a genuine revelation from God and that which is false. And many people have a hard time to determine what is false revelation and what is real revelation from God. You hear prophets. Many of them go on television, prophesy about what will take place or prophesy about what won't take place. You saw some actually prophesied on, a, on the coronavirus that it was going to go on a certain particular day. And it, here we are battling the same thing. But, but what my point is here, my point is this year. You see, with the spirit of discernment, we are able to discern where is this prophet coming from. But most of us don't even take time to begin to look into the depth of the source of the prophecy because we are so sold on prophetic stuff such that we don't care the source where it is coming from even demons can prophesy did you know that even demons can predict something but we need to find the source where the the word is coming from and the word of God gives us the depth of where the source can be let, 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 let's look at this here let's look at this here the Lord supernaturally gifted some individuals to determine whether the message was from him or from that person on imaginations or from false or familiar spirits look here to descend means to distinguish, to separate out by diligently search, to examine, or discernment is uh, related to wisdom that flows from the word of God. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 says that the word of God descend every thoughts and intentions of the heart, meaning we can't discern anything that is spiritual or anything that is of God if we don't have the Word of God. The Word of God is the measurement for the discernment of anything that is bombarding the world, the world today. You want to discern what is going on around the world? Be in the Word and stand on the Word and you will see for yourself how the enemy is trying to sneak in. Look at here. 
Discernment is the ability to notice the fine point details, the ability to judge something well, or the ability to understand and comprehend something. Discernment sees what, what is, and judgment sees what it wants to see, or what it thinks fits into the value system. That's why when you're gonna judge a prophecy by the climate of what is happening, you're gonna judge by what you want to see. But discernment discerns what is. Oh my goodness, we're not gonna go into depth of that. Let me take you to 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. It says this. The Spirit clearly says that in later times, some will abandon the faith and follow deceiving spirits and things taught by demons. Now, to avoid this, that's why God gave the spirit of what? The spirit of discernment, to discern these, uh, you know, uh, these uh, deceiving spirits, to discern these uh, demonic teachings. If the gift of discernment is not being exercised in the community of believers, distortion of the truth and divisiveness occurs. Discernment acts as a means of uh, protecting uh, or protection or gui guiding us or guidance uh, from uh, deceiving spirits. A wise man will listen and increase his learning, and a discerning man will obtain guidance. That's what Proverbs chapter 1 verse 5 says. And then it says also in Isaiah chapter 4 verse 14, it says, People without discernment are doomed. People who have no discernment are doomed not only to destruction but to misleading spirits. To misleading people that's why anybody that comes on on the scene claiming they are from God claiming they are sent by God claiming they are speaking on behalf of God we should not just jump in and uh, begin to celebrate war yes we need to go back to the Word of God measure that prophecy measure the word they are teaching with the Word of God does it line up with the Word of God does it line up with the manifestation manifestation of the Word of God through their lives then you begin to see the difference between uh, discernment from the Word of God and uh, just watching people give you the word and you run with it here is uh, 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 some of the points I want to make here uh, I, I want you to understand in a season like this don't go with a flow don't run with a flow do not be conformed, the Bible says in uh, Romans 12 verse 2, it says, Do not be conformed to this age, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, so that you may discern, look at this, so that you may discern what is good and pleasing and perfect will of God. Oh my goodness, I like this scripture. I like this word, but be transformed by renewing of your mind so that you may discern if your mind is renewed to what? 
Your mind is renewed to the Word of God. If your mind is renewed to the Word of God, then you can discern everything coming from God and you can know the good and the pleasing, perfect will of God. You can't know the good, the perfect and pleasing will of God without your mind renewed and be transformed by the Word of God. So we detect these lying spirits by being renewed in the Word of God, being renewed by the Word of God and not to be conformed to the world. Now, a mind renewed in the Word is able to discern what is good, pleasing, and perfect will of God. King Solomon was known for his power of discernment. We mentioned earlier in our in, 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 in this program. We said that making many wise decisions and moral judgments, that's how King Solomon was known. Christians today are to be discerning as well. We are to discern what is best in the be and in the best interest, not in the best interest of uh, our own uh, desires, but the best interest of the kingdom of heaven, the best interest of God. If I have the best interest of God in within my heart, in within my spirit, there is no way I can, uh, you know, hurt somebody, or there is no way I can try to destroy somebody when I have the perfect will of God operating in my life. So it begins with a mind being renewed in the word of God. If our mind is renewed with the word of God, we can discern things that are foreign to a renewed mind of God. Because when your mind is renewed to something of the kingdom of God, there is nothing you know, from the enemy that could and will bring you certain things that you can run away you can run with apart from the word of God let's go to job chapter 34 verse 4 here and I'm reading from the NLT translations it says uh, so let us discern for ourselves what is right let us learn together what is good in a season and a situation uh, uh, like what we we seen and witnessing around the world if we go with a flow if we go with every movement that is coming up if we go with everybody as believers I'm talking to Christians if we run with every organization a uh, movement coming on we're gonna miss the mark of seeing what God sees but we have to be to desire it says uh, so let us discern for ourselves meaning myself I need to discern what is going on but I can't discern if I don't have the word of God with me I can't discern if the wells of the living water are not in within me I can't discern what the enemy is trying to do in the world if I'm not attached to the foundation of the word of God. Here is Psalms 19 verse 12. It says uh, uh, from the NIV version. It says, uh, but who can discern their own errors? You know, it is very difficult to discern from our own errors if we don't 
you know, look to the standard of the Word of God because it is the standard of the Word of God that brings us back to the conscious of what we need changed and how we need to demonstrate the love of God to other people. Look at Psalms 119 verse 66. It says, teach me good judgment and discernment for I rely on your commands. Romans 12 verse 9 says, we are commanded to hate what is evil, to cling to what is good, but unless we have true discernment. Listen, people of God, we can't do what is good and we can't walk in what is good if in us we don't have what is good. We get what is good and differentiate what is bad by knowing what is good. But that goodness does not come from any other sources. It comes from the goodness of God. Because God has been good to us. God has been gracious to us. God has been merciful to us. God has been so loving towards us. So we can descend when we know, you know, when we see hatred around the world. In closing here, as we begin to close this program, I want to look at Luke chapter 12, verse 54 to 56. He said to the crowds, this is Jesus, when you see a cloud rising in the west, right away you say a storm is coming, and so it does. And when the south wind is blowing, you say, it is going to be a sculpture today. And it is. And then he continues, he says, hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearances of the earth and the sky. But why don't you know how to interpret this time? Well, that is so powerful right there. Why don't we know how to interpret the times we are living in. I'm not saying the world is coming to an end, but there is something beyond the chaos that we've seen that God is trying to do and God is doing in the lives of people in the, in the, in the, in the human race. There is something that is God is doing in our lives. That's why we are, we are faced with uh, tough questions, tough, you know, we're looking at tough questions, the question of race, how we see each other. There is something God is doing you know to bring us together because remember this if we don't tackle the tough questions there is no way we're going to fix what needs to be fixed so but if we have the spirit of discernment to see what God is doing then we can pay attention to what is going on around the world not to just jump on another organization or movement that is going on but on the movement of the Word of God changing hearts transforming lives changing the way we see each other, changing the way we treat each other. The spirit of discernment is so crucial because it can save your life. It can save your life from so many things. Jeremiah 23 verse 6, 16 to 22 says this, uh, uh, Jeremiah knew that the false prophet's message was not from God. Why? Because in Jeremiah could measure the word of the prophet and the word of God. Paul in Acts 16 verse 18 was able to discern the spiritual sources of a girl's fortune telling and ability. Through the word of God and the Holy Spirit, we too can tell the source of confusion that is going on around the world. But we have to look at things not through our cultural background, uh, but through the culture of the kingdom of God. Uh, uh, then we can know what is the enemy up to. 
1 Corinthians, my last scripture, my last scripture there, 1 Corinthians 12 verse 7 to 10, it says this, Now they are different gifts, but the same Spirit. They are different ministries, but the same Lord. And they are different activities, but the same God activates each gift in each person. A demonstration of the Spirit is given to each person to produce what is beneficial. So my question now is, how can you and I activate the Spirit? of the gift of discernment. There, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 7 to 11, is very clear. God is the one who activates those gifts in within us. God is the one who gives the gift of discernment and is the one who activates the gift of discernment. When we tend to his word, hear the word of God, and read and study the word of God, we begin to develop the spirit of discernment, and here's how. The Bible says, my ship hears my voice. How does the ship, uh, how does the, a ship able to recognize the voice? It is because it knows the words, the words of the master. So we are to know the words and the words of the master, Jesus Christ, who has mastered our lives to be able to differentiate any other foreign voices that are going on in the world. I pray that the Lord is going to give you the spirit of discernment in your life. I pray that the spirit of uh, the gift of discernment will be given to you as you begin to discern everything around you and what the enemy is trying to do. You see, with the spirit of discernment, you can avoid everything that the enemy, every trap that the enemy will try to trap you down. Today I pray that the Lord and the Holy Spirit would awaken the spirit of, of discernment in you to be able to discern, to be able to differentiate, and to be able to see what is wrong from right or what is right from wrong so that you can do what is right for people and for those around you. May the Lord bless you and thank you for joining us. Join us next time again on this uh, program. God bless you. Shalom. Faith is the currency of the kingdom of God. Thank you for tuning in to Unstoppable Faith with Dr. Kazumba Charles. If this program has been a blessing to you, write to us at life at kazumbacharles.com and share your testimony. spirits. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom.